Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. This is Chris, and uh, today we're talking about Shanti the Wonder Dog. Shanti the Wonder Dog. My neighbours have a beautiful border collie, and my this beautiful border collie comes to our house frequently, and is always hungry, always hungry. The funny thing about Shanti is she's a perfect example of stuck in the present. And there's a massive number of people in our population, especially the people in ranging between 18 and 28 in that zone, who have been taught uh, to operate on feeling. And Shanti feels hungry all the time. She's hungry, hungry, hungry. And the funny part about it is it's almost impossible not to feed her. She looks at you with those beautiful border collie eyes and she stares up, you know, and she sits really well. She's faithful. She's loyal. She's obedient. She's everything a, a, a dog owner could dream of. And, and, and she just looks at you as if to say, if you just take one slice of that meat off your plate, put it in my mouth, I will be the happiest dog on the planet so you do (laughs) even though you know it's a myth you put the give her a piece of your steak and she swallows it so quickly and then looks back up straight back up at you as if nothing ever happened this is living in the present to the absolute extreme this is stuck in the present this dog does not care about tomorrow It doesn't care whether it gets arthritis from too much meat. It doesn't care whether it can poop on the footpath or not tomorrow. It doesn't care whether it gets fat. It doesn't care whether it's taking meat off my plate or someone else's plate and I starve. It doesn't care. It's in the present. It's in the moment. And it feels hungry. And so this perpetual feeling hungry causes us to have a perpetual sense of obligation to feed it. And this obligation to feed the dog is our issue because, or my issue in this case, because you think you're doing the right thing by feeding someone who's perpetually hungry. Now, there are people who are hungry for approval people who are hungry to get it right people who are hungry for your for your compassion people who are hungry for your uh, tenderness people who are hungry but when you've given them whatever they ask for a new car a new cuddle a new kiss a new sex another orgasm they look at you as if to say and and they become shanti the wonder dog they look at you as if to say yeah that was sort of nice but but this appetite i have is is not satisfied by one of them or one thing. It just leads me to the next thing that I want to consume. I might have mentioned in an earlier podcast about my beautiful Indigenous kids. And um, one of the things that a person can do in order to escape uh, drama and pain in the past is jump into the future. And when we become obsessed with the future, the now becomes irrelevant. Well, there's another way of jumping out of the past, and that is to make the now, right here and now, this moment in time, the all-important. And when this moment in time becomes all-important, this is a very, very privileged way to exist. It's almost like... um, the Queen, uh, Cleopatra, or uh, the uh, really wealthy actor who becomes um, a sex addict, the now becomes everything. 
And there is no ability to delay gratification. There is no ability um, to postpone a need or an appetite or a want. And like Shanti, innocently, they sit and stare at you as if to say, well. Now, as a coach, this is a really challenging um, uh, situation because to deal with this, the person has to learn how to de- delay gratification. But if you don't gratify that person, they will go away to get gratified. In other words, if someone says to me, I need, I need to be coached and I need you to make me happy or healthy or feel good about myself or whatever it is, and I say, yes, let's do that, but this is going to hurt in the meantime. We're going to have to do some things, some routines and disciplines that you're not going to like. They won't do them. They'll say they'll do them, but after five minutes of walking away, they don't do what they said they'd do because it requires delayed gratification. And that means they have to do something for 10 minutes or 20 minutes that they don't enjoy because they just can't stand to do something that doesn't have a a feedback system that's spontaneous. Now, this state of mind is very much a generational thing. It's, it's relatively new because delayed gratification or discipline, as it were, were held as being uh, a really high value in society for, for many years leading up to 2000 and something. But after 2000 and something, the need of the child for parents became the criteria for parenting. So if the child cried, it was because the child needed something and the child fed it something. If the child was unhappy, the child parent uh, fed it something or gave it something or did something for it. The, the mission of parenting became to avoid pain in the child. And in so doing, it became uh, a model of teaching children how to become instantaneously gratified and self-satisfied. Now, some of the most attractive and beautiful people in the world fall short of their potential because all they can say is, I feel, and I don't feel, and I want to feel, and this doesn't feel. And they're absorbed so much in causing today to be what they want it to be. They forget that when we say to another human being, I don't feel good about you, or I don't feel good about what we gave, you gave me, or I don't feel good about what I've got, the other person will eventually burn out and start not delivering. So in the laws of nature, if we don't appreciate what we've got, we lose it. And one of the things from a person who is obsessed with I feel, I feel, I feel. I had a, I worked with a lady um, uh, from the USA and uh, she uh, was a sports person in her history and currently really, really angry with her family and partner and job and the world around her because it, she wasn't feeling good. She wasn't feeling good about it. She And she didn't get to where she wanted to get in sport because her feelings for... Uh, instantaneous gratification would not allow her to have losses that made her feel bad and so she was obsessed with winning and of course you never win a hundred percent you you can be obsessed with winning Um, but you also have to have the momentum to carry you across the failures and the discomforts of you know the mishits and whatever and so it's really uh, conspicuous to see that a lot of the people who are in instantaneous gratification mode, uh, stuck in the present, 
um, achieve great things because they're really obsessed with getting what they want and feeling how they want to feel and they will do anything to get it. The only challenge for these people is sustainability and how to ride across the chasm between feeling good today and feeling good tomorrow and when things don't go their way, how do they get from A to B? How do they get across? And typically that's by reattachment to someone who feels sorry for them, such as a, a parent uh, or a partner or a, a, a brother or a sister, someone who um, feeds feeds them when they're starving or makes them feel good, uh, uh, friends um, who... Uh, you know, if a relationship isn't going well, you'll hear often hear a phone call to a friend from this instant, from this person stuck in the present, to say to a friend, "Oh, he didn't do this or she didn't do that," and the friend is only a friend if they affirm agreement. Oh, you poor thing, you're so beautiful, you're amazing, you deserve better, and that bullshit goes on, on and on and on and on, and what it does, it makes people incredible incredibly high maintenance, incredibly uh, fragile. And the process of I, me, my, you doesn't get completed. It's I, me, my, 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 I, me, my. And it just goes around and around and around and around. And it's exhausting. Now, it may look from the outside that this person is getting what they want, and they do, but they always burn people off, burn people out, because feeding someone, who, feeding the dog, uh, as we, as I was talking about earlier, Shanti, and giving her a piece of meat and giving her a piece of meat, and I'm suddenly realising that my um, $89 a kilo I-fillet steak has gone from uh, 200 grams down to 100 grams, and the only person who is... Um, getting it as the dog and the dog is still not satisfied because it's feed swallow feed swallow sweet follow it's consume 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 and in the end you, you get a bit grumpy you go you know piss off dog uh, you've had enough and so you draw a line and what happens with people who are self-obsessed stuck in the now is people start drawing lines people at work work colleagues bosses people start drawing lines saying you're not having any more uh, until you you satisfied until you can appreciate what you've got and that typically means the individual who's not getting what they want changes jobs or changes relationship or changes house or changes something they jump to a place where they perceive their ambition to be satisfied will be fulfilled by the environment so being stuck in the present is it, it, it looks great, it, it smells great, it, it, it's attractive because, as I say, Shanti's a beautiful dog. He looks at you as if to say, I'll be obedient, I'm, I'll love you forever, you're, you're my favourite person in the world. And you give her something and she looks at you again saying, what? What, what meat? What did you give me? Uh, and there are a lot of people that we work with in teams who are this way. We, they complain they haven't got something, they're in the team, they complain they haven't got something, you give it to them, and then they just find something else they haven't got, and they find something else they haven't got, because their obsession is to feel good, feel good, feel good, and they haven't got momentum about the future. They haven't got the ability to jump the chasm with momentum to, to absorb a little bit of speed bumps, a little bit of challenge, a little bit of discomfort. They haven't got anything. They've got no interest in living today for tomorrow. They've only got interest in living today for today and that will tomorrow be regretted and regret is really painful 
and then they start to get angry and disappointed and then the relationships and jobs and team work goes out the window so I think that's a really good observation for you guys if you're if you're listening to this about future seeing be careful getting tangled up with people who are stuck in the present and if you're one of those people it's really wise to get unstuck and um, and uh, there are some techniques and tools to move from being stuck in the present to being having to celebrating the present but actually living for the future this is Chris you have a beautiful day bye for now